in a land very, very far away in space and time and fantasy. Well, really, it's just in some guy's head. These are the dark diaries of the incredible divine dictator king, Aaron Anthony VII. Join us as we delve into the mind of the cruelest dark lord ever to walk the lands of Aaronopolis, a completely real world he didn't just make up. Beware these tales are not for the faint of heart. Listen if you dare. April 1st, 1996. Dear Diary, Did I tell you it was spring yet? No. Mostly because I failed to write in you for some time now. I thought I had written inside of you more frequently, but by goodness, I haven't until today, which I did. I only just thought I had written in you, but... I just thought about stuff instead. But here I am, back with loads of things to say. Lucky you, huh? As I was saying, it is I, incredibly divine dictator king ruler Aaron Anthony VII, ruler of everyone alive ever. Snow has started to melt away. Down in Central, usually this snow is all the way gone by now, but Central is pretty far away, you know. There is much lust in the air with the equinox come and gone. I most enjoy the sun returning. Did you know there were days we didn't even see the sun? What is up with that? 39 said there were days in the summer we never saw the moon, but I was too messed up to usually notice. There is much fertility happening with many mammals and birds and fish and insects and humans and birds too. But not really lizard reptiles because they are down south with slave trainer lizard guy and who knows what tomfoolery they are getting into now. 40 is three months pregnant or maybe four. We usually use blood in the bedroom play, so it is hard for me to notice her menstruating. When she gives birth to my son, he will grow up to be Aaron Anthony VIII, ruler of everyone and everything, unless he dies before me, or is a stillbirth, or 40 for some reason dies before giving birth, and Aaron Anthony VIII dies along with her. But that is obviously not going to happen. He will be the best ruler ever, or at least the third. Forty's belly keeps getting bigger with my child inside of it. And she is having weird cravings of food like potato, peanut butter, pickle scones. Gross, huh? Who likes scones anyways? I like raspberry jam toast with... Honey served with brandy. I had some two weeks ago, then threw a spear into the face of a Pogon spy who was spying. It was an excellent day. Russell Trussell, 
arrived from Central and sang us a song or 19 about it. We have begun sending timber down the river, and I do not know exactly how they are doing it, but Stervener is a pretty smart guy, huh? I never really understood water. Aaron Anthony has studied the most on rivers. He does it at night when no one is watching or even around. Just reading up on rivers, furthering my education on them, like all night. No one knows rivers and bodies of water like Aaron Anthony VII, divine ruler of all, does. I have spent less time with 39 lately. Aaron Anthony is a very busy man dictator, and he has to cut down so many trees and send them into the mountains to send down the rivers to down to the ocean and build incredibly grand armada for war across the sea. It is a tough job, but someone dictator king ruler of everyone has to do it. I have sent best shipbuilder slave to the ocean to oversee the ships that will sail overseas. It is an incredibly ambitious and grand project. I bet small minds can't even comprehend. Have they ever seen 666 ships sail across the salt sea to war? Probably not is my guess. I gave Master Shipbuilder Slave Guy, Colton John, 1,500 slaves to help him or do whatever he wants with. They are slaves after all, they don't really have a choice. Dirty Nine said, We shall build a dark fleet and cover the land in darkness. Forty said, I think it's time for a moose ride. Forty loves going on moose rides on domestic moose, aunt her and aunt him. And so do I, for that matter. What a gay time. It is getting harder for her to mount things like moose with her pregnant belly, but Fordy just wants to have fun. It is a thing females do. 39 likes scalping and bloodbaths. I have spent less time in bloodbath with 39 of recent days. When we do attend the bloodbath together, she usually mocks me after I climax. When she insults me, I hit her and she begs for more. At this point, she is a rage-filled, masochistic, sex doll monster that cannot be stopped. Or that is what Stervener said, I think. I wasn't really paying attention, but Stervener is a pretty smart guy and just so loyal. I bet he is second smartest person in all Aranopolis. I don't know who is third, but I do know that incredibly divine dictator king ruler Aaron Anthony VII, ruler of everyone alive ever, is pretty much the first smartest. I used to think 39 was the second smartest, but now I am not sure. She certainly is the best scalper in all of the land, and the competition is fierce. 
The Scalping League of Aeronopolis is one of the most competitive avenues in all of professional sports in this country. Forty asked, since when was there a professional competitive scalping league? And I told her, since always, I just didn't really feel like talking about it until now. Forty does not scalp that much. She is more of a flayer herself. Too bad there is no competitive sports league for flaying. 39 said, flaying is a private thing between you and the victim. Scalping is an art form that needs to be seen by the entire world. I said, okay then. Aaron Anthony knows art and makes art most daily. I did great art three days ago and everyone just loved it. I will make everyone love my art. If they do not, they will be thrown into the demon fire. I should get more slaves. What if I sailed across the sea and conquered the lands of the savages across the salt sea and then took them as slaves? I think I am going to do that. 39 said it is 40's 19th birthday tomorrow. I didn't even know 40 had a birthday. The mountain roses are starting to blossom into something very aesthetically pleasing. When I take over the world, I will have all the flowers everywhere and have the absolute best garden on the block. 39 said she just got 42 tickets to a spa just outside of town. And I said, great, I could use a spa day. But she told me it was only for girls and I couldn't go because Aaron Anthony VII is no girl. I never really thought about it, to be honest. Stervener told me scouts report trouble in the woods and we should be vigilant. I told him I don't want any trouble, and he said me neither, and I said good, and he said good. With the birds returning, there are now new bird eggs to make into delicious bird omelets with mountain peppers and lamb of goat cheese. Oftentimes, I will drink ale with breakfast, but this morning, I had wine instead. So I guess Fordy is going to a spa tomorrow for her birthday, huh? That means we must have birthday torture and penetrations tonight. So we must get ready for such a night of debauchery. So we must get things ready for such a night of debauchery. Stervener asked to join, but I laughed at him and told him no. I told him to go make pleasure with the crazy slave girl we keep tied up in Fertilizer House. It is funny because she has rabies and Stervener likes boys. I toss crazy girl scraps and laugh as she scavenges them. From a distance and with my nose plugged, obviously. Man, she is disgusting, huh? The daily meetings around Giant Demon Flame are continuing, and 39 just always has new things to say at them. I don't really listen. But then again, do men ever listen to ladies? It is problem to fix. 
I had potatoes for breakfast on Tuesday with not enough bacon, so I threw the bacon chef out the window. The moose ride today will commence at noon, and it is almost 11. I know because of the state-of-the-art clock by the demon flame, which I can see out the window sitting in my office in the west wing of the castle ship of vacationing named 39, which is now home away from home in the north, which I am currently residing in with lots of subjects. But not Lizard Derek. I bet if lizards could sing, he would sing me a love ballad. I had Chef Slave pack us lunches, and one for Captain Roughface too, because he will be coming with us, like always. He is my favorite bodyguards, very good at killing, and usually kills on mountain strolls. Forty threw a crazy old lady grandma off a cliff last week. Stervener said, old people, really? Forty said, at least they aren't kids. 39 said, let's just see how they react to season one. Whales are known to sing to each other. It's weird to watch pregnant Forty flay in her naked pregnant body, and I haven't told anyone it turns me on, but I bet Forty knows. I bet Aaron Anthony VIII will inherit the flaying skills of his mother and the juggling expertise of his father. So, Stervener sets off for tonight for the sea. Not the spa. The spa is only for girls. He is going to oversee the ships that sail overseas. He got a really great looking stud to take him all the way. He is going to ride hard all through the night on top of that stud, grinding away until his bottom is so sore he will have to use topical cream I packed in his day bag. I hope Fordy has a good time at the spa. It looks like everything is going smooth for Aaron Anthony the Seventh. Might be a shame if, you know, someone died. Find out now on the next entry of the Dark Diaries of Aaron Anthony the Seventh. Staple Third. 1996. Dear Diary, it is with the heaviest of hearts that I write to you today. I am not the very happy divine dictator king ruler of everyone alive ever, the one and only Aaron Anthony VII, divine incredible dictator ruler king of alive everyone always. Today, I write in sadness that has not forsaken me since I was forsaken about three years, seven months, nine days, 20 hours, three minutes, and 12 seconds ago. Forgive me if my timing is off. The sadness is concerning my most favorite wife of wives, Forty. I call her Forty. To be honest, 
I am sure all my wives have names, but I just call them by the names I give them, like 39, or 40, or 6. Or at least I should say I used to call her 40. It is past tense now. There is incredibly sad news today on this day of sad news. The news that is so incredibly sad today is that Forty, my beloved pregnant wife, has died. Yes, she is no longer living, nor is my unborn child. I guess it is still unborn, huh? I bet certain pale-skinned individuals out there care more about my unborn child that just died than a bunch of kids in cages, but that's none of my business. Wait, yes it is! I am divine dictator king ruler of all the peoples north and south and east and west and also north, so I guess I better do something about the problem of unborn children, or maybe just let the problem fester, use it to divide people, and I don't want them to know what I am really up to, which is hardly ever, honestly. I am pretty open about my life. I tell Stervener pretty much everything from tactical plans to how I like to use the tongue on the tip. I see no harm with it after all. Forty is dead. Forty is dead. I cannot believe Forty is dead. I will never see her face again unless I dig up her bones, but I am not some sort of misfit. She had my child in her belly, and now I would bet Stervener would declare my child dead. He would at least, if he had not left in a haste pretty much like an hour before the attack happened. I am glad he was a safe distance away and not involved in any way. It happened about 34 hours ago and some odd minutes and such. And I do not even know if Stervener knows about it yet. He had mounted a mighty steed and left in such haste he must be so far away. Central knows because they have magic mirror to communicate back and forth with. I broke Stervener's mirror when Forty said she thought it was prettier than mine. Absolute madness. My mirror is the prettiest of all. I told Steward Dan Larry he must hold ceremony for Forty and Central and make sure they are all sad for the Queen of the North. I made sure Stervener did a good job making magic mirrors to communicate long distance in wireless broadcast. So it was funny to see him cry when I broke his toy. I bet in 10 years we will have magic mirror wireless broadcast that doesn't make all sorts of racket when starting up. Like, seriously, what was that noise anyways? Imagine a world where everyone had magic mirrors in their pockets. Then everyone could listen to me ramble on, 
or sing or do poetry or watch 39 and I, but not 40. No, because 40 is dead. And we do not do that with dead loved ones. She was attacked in Fancy Carriage Slayer when apparently the Pogon Millet Chia attacked it and blew it up, thinking I was inside. But I wasn't inside. I was in Ship Castle 39 making art and drinking tonics, but they just blew up 40 and 12. When I asked 39 how long 12 had been up here, she said 12 had been up here the whole time. Who would have known, huh? I guess 39. I still think she might be mistaken. I mean, if I brought up 12, I bet I could look through my old diary entries of when I left on my journey up to the north. I am sure I would have written about her. Oh. No way. I totally did bring her up here and did write about her. Huh. Coincidentally, the white ghost lady will probably not come back because she was said to live in Fancy Carriage Slayer, and Slayer's life as a heavy metal carriage is over. Done and done. Some will say we will never see it roll over rocks again, it is enough to make a grown man cry. Perhaps one with a long beard and tattoos drinks lots of papst, whatever that is. 39 said 12 was just a poppy head anyway, and I just laughed. I will always remember how she used her tongue that way that she did. She sure was tired a lot though. 39 sacrifices a lot, though. She doesn't seem to be too sad about 40's death. I assume she is just trying to be strong for the both of us, but I have been pretty drunk since 40's death. It is a healthy kind of depression binge drinking. 40 was just so wonderful and nice and fierce and amazing and pretty and amazing and nice. At first, she was pretty aggressive and vivacious and would tell me often about how little I know. But after we spelled her, that is a thing I do now to my wives because they won't love me on their own, she started to become more submissive and adorable, but still fierce. Like, she would flay so really well, I had to write about it in my diary. Then she died 32.5 hours ago. Oh my, how horrible is that? They attacked her carriage thinking it was mine, because it is mine. Was. It was mine, because now it is nobody's, because it has been blown up and 40 with it. I sent a hundred thousand hundred soldiers and army slaves to go and destroy the Pogon Millet Chia, and I hope they avenge my dear sweet 40. The slaves are pretty pissed about 40's death. I hear them crying at night. 40! Oh, why? 
Why did you die, you beautiful princess of the north? Who would do this? Oh yeah, it was the Pogon Militia. I should send an army to get them and destroy them pretty quick. Oh, my love forty! Who at first was not my love and wanted to cut off my limbs, but then she had a change of heart and soul. Please do not spell soul change. People in real life, remember it. Consent is key when being involved in sexual relationships. No means no. Back to Aeronopolis. No, but for real, I joke and all, but no means no, and a woman's fucking body is not for you to decide what to do with. Now, really, back to Aeronopolis, and keep your hands to yourself. Like, six feet away. I bet the dozens of troops I sent to destroy the murdering Pogon Militia are going to succeed really good. I know because Captain Roughface tells me he is going to raise hell. Then 39 said that was her job. It is nice to have everyone so supportive and jump at the chance to slaughter an entire Millet Chia. I am sure it will go really well and stuff. Captain Roughface told me he was going to bring me some prisoners. I asked if there was going to be kids in cages, and he said probably, and then Stervener would have gotten mad if he were here. Are you mad? I mean, it's kids in cages. You should be. There has been a spawn of new life in the north now that the equinox has come and gone. There are beautiful butterflies I have never seen down central that are up here. I have caught several in my plus five bug net I had slaves make. This was before Forty died. She loved catching butterflies, too. I am not sure 12 actually died or was even up here. 39 showed me the body, or what at least remained of it, but it could have been 11. It is hard to keep track of 40 wives. I do not know how Brigham did it. I do not know how much longer I can write tonight. My eyes are falling off asleep, and I have ran out of mead, or ale, or wine, or brandy, or whatever I was drinking. Tonic. It could have been a tonic. But now it is empty. Who likes empty drinks? Not Aaron Anthony the Seventh, or Aaron Anthony the Third. Probably Aaron Anthony the Fourth. He was just stupid and ate bugs, I just decided. I hope Fordy is alive tomorrow. Who'd have thought he had feelings? Huh. Now let's hear more diary entries from the incredible divine ruler of all. April 4th, 1996. Dear Diary, Forty is still dead, and I am pretty sad.
You know, honestly, I like 39 better. Now let's hear from someone else. Hey guys, I'm Utah drummer Sebastian, also known as Seb. When you're done listening to the Tales of the Macabre, check out my episode of Show Stories of the Hive Mind Collective SLC. While you're there, check out all the other episodes of all the kick-ass artists we've talked to, and there's a lot more to come. That's Show Stories, streaming on all your favorite podcast streaming services and the HiveMindCollectiveSLC.com. Stay classy. Now let's hear more diary entries from the incredible divine ruler of all. April 5th, 1996. Dear Diary, Hi, Diary readers. It is I, Aaron Anthony VII, ruler of dictators and all kings. I wrote another neat song. Here it is. How could this be? Forty is no more. The best of wives buried and underground. How could this be? Forty is dead. I will no longer see her face again. Unless I have it taxidermied. How can this be? Oh, Forty has gone away. To the place no one is alive anymore. And Twelve has gone with her, I guess. Forty, you were the best. You should have borne my child. Twelve, you were okay. I didn't realize you were up here. Forty. Oh, forty. The Pogons will pay dearly. Oh, forty. I'll slaughter the savages in your name. Forty. Oh, forty. Forty. That will be number one hit song on all the charts. I do not take advantage of everyone's sadness, but when art speaks to you, you must answer the call. I sent 12 guys last night to brutally attack the Pogon camps, and they told me I had already done that, which is great. Captain Roughface had to take a shower to wash off all the human organs he was covered with after he made porridge of Pogon Militta. I am still pretty upset that they killed my wife, Forty, and unborn child, Aaron Anthony VIII. So, I think I will attack them again. 39 said you can't really kill someone who is already dead, so I asked her why the white ghost lady is gone, then she whispered something in a foreign language. I will attack them so many times, my arms are tired of attacking. Though I will mostly drink and not do the attacking. That is what is nice about being Dictator King Ruler of Incredibleness. You can decide when to attack and when to not. 
Tennis is an underrated sport. I should not have sent her in my fancy carriage slayer. I should have known the Pogons wanted me dead and would kill her. All the signs were there. Still, I am unsure why they are mad. I brought them eternal demon flame that warms up their cold country. I bring them demons from purgatory and kill their annoying family members. Who would do such a thing? What a great dictator king ruler I am. I was going to tell you that the demon flame is smaller, but it is not, nor is it larger. And I pride myself on the accuracy of my historical depictions, so I will not tell you otherwise. Of the 120 men that were sent to the first or possibly the second time to kill whoever it was I sent them to kill, about 70 returned. Or was it 65? How in Aeronopolis am I supposed to know? I guess they were pretty beaten up and 12 died in the infirmary. I know for a fact three went crazy, so I had them thrown into the demon flame. Crazy people must be dealt with promptly or horrible things could happen to everyone. I asked Nurse What's-Her-Name Face why is this the first time people have gone crazy from the battle they fight on my behalf? She said, Are you kidding? All your soldiers have severe mental illnesses and poppy dependency thanks to your endless violence. I do ensue a lot of violence. I was once rated top violence in sewer in top 10 best dictator kings of all. What an honor. I find it is a great way to get people to fear love you. Even parents and brothers and sisters and BFFs. No one is safe. Not even 40. I sure hope I am safe. Good thing everyone fear loves me and no one wants to kill me. 40 loved me. Whether it was spell or not, but probably spell. She hated me pretty bad before I spelled her with the soul of 39 and soul of Aaron Anthony the Seventh. I can't believe I waited 39 wives to spell them. That is what I get for letting women think for themselves. I mean, what type of society would let women make up their own minds about their own bodies and be treated as equal to the superior man? Good thing I am too afraid of that, so I will oppress so much. The oppression of the incredibly divine dictator king ruler of Aaron Anthony VII shall be the most oppressed you have ever read about in a diary or listened to if you cannot read. I do not let all of my subjects read, only a select few. That would be incredibly stupid and dangerous if all of my subjects could read. What if there were people smarter than I? I mean, what if they realized I actually hold no power whatsoever, and if they revolted, I would surely be overthrown. Nope, 
Better not have that, and make sure the people are stupid and entertained. That is the key. Give them bread and give them circuses, and they will not revolt. I hope Stervener is well fed on his journey. He is taking abound his mighty stud, and that he remembers to wash behind his ears. Did you know the brain is 60% fat? Stervener wrote that to me yesterday, though I would wager he didn't actually write it yesterday. Due to time and transit, he probably wrote it a good two days ago at least. A hawk carried it from some place called the Swamps. I am not sure where that is, but it sounds boggy. In Central, we have no swamps because Central is way better than North. So many grasslands and trees for lemons and limes. I have not had a daiquiri in a while. I am drinking more ale and brandy, and I am sure drinking a lot. I find it helps with the depression. I drink at night, and then I am sad. Then I cry out a lot of Dictator King tears. Then I practice Dictator Swing with ultimate death and take out my frustrations on the head of prisoners for sacrifice time. I have several new prisoners from the outcome of the battle of Oh God, Forty is Dead. 39 said she would hold funerary services in two days. I told her I would organize it, and she told me I was a drunken mess, and if I wanted to pay her proper respects, I should do as little as possible. Then I cried for like an hour in my own private cry place. I am crying a lot now, mostly in secret. If anyone sees, I usually have them killed. Six so far. Or was it sixteen? I was never good with mathrhythmics. Aaron Anthony always best counter in adders and minusers. I excelled at juggling, and still do, but now I cannot even juggle my 40 wives. They all die. Most of the time, my wives kill themselves, like 7 and 14 did, and 12. I remember when 12 killed herself three years ago like it was yesterday, but not 40, no, not her. She was murdered with a capital M. 39 does not look like she is going to die. On the contrary, she looks stronger than ever, and boy is she vivacious. I see much of her in me. I wonder why. Now that Stervener, the speller of wives, is gone, I must hold audition for next best wizard. I have sent messenger hawks across the country to send combatants or auditioners or slaves or whatever. I hear it is trending in most social circles in Central. I want to be the next best wizard, they say, with spunk every day. Free people sure have lots to say, because they are not slaves. 
Not yet, at least. Not while the economy is so good. We had to bail out Big Tavern the other day while slaves are still eating scraps. It is good to be wealthy and not some slave in blind servitude. I wonder when my birthday is. I will have to get back to you on that after I go give speech at Aaron Anthony U on how to be an outstanding juggler. I think this man has serious mental health issues. Wait, isn't he a licensed therapist? I call that ironic. And now, we leave you with one last entry from the incredible king dictator, Aaron Anthony VII. April 8th, 1996. 39 has held funeral services for 40, and I am going to be honest with you, it was beautiful. I thought 39 didn't like 40 more than just to tie and spank and spit on, but she put together a pretty nice ceremony. My favorite part was when a man who claims to be Forty's father calling her Heather Steph and said that we took a warrior and made her a sissy little sis and then tried to accuse me of ruining the North. Then I used ultimate death on his skull and we all know how much I like doing that. I think it was 39's plan all along for me to do that because she got really turned on when I killed him dead. Plus, everyone is pretty happy with the changes up here in the north, I am certain. It is what the news says, and the news is never fake or false. After the ceremony, I continue to drink so much alcoholic drinks from fermented fructose. I asked slave distiller Ethan Old how the sugar fermented, and he said, Oh, divine dictator, king, ruler, it is pretty much medieval times. We haven't figured that out yet. I bet it is from God not some single-cell microorganism that lives inside even us. Oh, wait, I am the divine. Oh, yeah, it is from me. I will tell you what is not micro. My ship castle for vacationing and ruling the north. It is as big as 212 large-sized elephants, not those tiny ones you find in the south or guinea pigs which is their closest relatives, in case you did not know that. The elephant and the guinea pig, they're really closely related. I have not seen any elephants up here in the north. Legends tell once of a race of large furry elephants in the north, but that is pretty silly. Not like 
Aaron Anthony VII, divine dictator king ruler, I am least silly man ever. I did bring my guinea pig Rosie up here with me. I do not want Derek to eat her. She goes tweet, tweet, tweet. I am still pretty bummed about 40, but people die every day. Usually, I kill a person once a day, sometimes twice a day. 39 kills someone at least once a day, and most of them are sacrifices. I often wonder where all these people come from, but I don't want to think about it too hard. I do not remember much of what happened after the funeral because I got very drunk and when I woke up I was without clothes and I was in 39's chamber in Ship 39, Vacation Ship Castle of the North. Also she was naked and fast asleep. She was talking in her sleep too. I recall her saying something like, the soul of Blair Claire has been extinguished. Then she looked at me with a cloudy glare and said, the girl is dead, the dark queen has risen. Then I was still ready to go and she was naked, so we went another round and in between moans, she would say things like, it is too powerful, must be stopped, dark lord will rise. And I said things like, this is nice. She then continued with, don't stop, oh don't stop, but I did and I finally went back to sleep. When I woke up, she was back to normal. She even insulted me, so obviously I smacked her and she told me I hit like a bitch. It is a good thing her face is already covered in makeup already around her eyes. I think it is makeup. I mean, what would make her face lose pigment and turn black? And sometimes her eyes glow and sometimes her voice vibrates. Sturvener once told me he thinks she has been cursed by the demons from below, but he isn't here right now, so that must not be true. Sturvener sent me a letter telling me that he is at the ocean now and everything is going according to plan. I told the scribe to write him a letter that said good, and the scribe did so like a good obedient slave. I have pretty bad penmanship. With most of my northern opposition dead, there are fewer people to burn ships that I have built. Which is good, because I was pretty mad when that happened last time. When will people learn? Sturvener said the native sea folk people at the shore hate the savages across the sea who I plan to invade even more than I do. I told 39, gosh, I sure do doubt that, 39. She said, whatever, Dictator Cakes. At least she didn't use any harmful words this time. 
It turns out the foreign people across the sea so long ago set sail across the waters and laid savage war on the land of Aranopolis before we called it that. It was a pretty bad genocide. It was those people who Aaron Anthony III conquered back in 1861. He was so brave and handsome and strong and smart and brave that Aaron Anthony III, I take after him greatly. The sores are back on my manhood, so new wizard better know how to cure that because I used up the last of the cream. I hope we have lots of fun and there is plenty of violence when we hold Wizard Audition Part 2. Wizards and shamans and quacks and barbers and alchemists and other sorts of pseudoscientists have started arriving already and the whores are doing lots of business. I have been too preoccupied with getting drunk and abusing slaves that I have forgotten to make any preparations for the event. Luckily for me, 39 has done it all because she, as she puts it, not a complete fucking wreck of a shit show. Slave lizard trainer guy informs Stuart Dandlery, who informs me that Derek is doing well. He is eating more than just eyeballs now, but still prefers them the most. I will send down more eyes. Of course. I hope summer comes soon so I can eat salmon. Which is delicious. These sick and twisted diary entries are a production of the Hive Mind Collective SLC. Sound engineer, portrait artist, and handsome narrator by Casey Jackson. Writer, director, video producer, sketch artist, and voice of Aaron Anthony is Scott Millett. Go to the Hive Mind Collective SLC.com. are nice and all, but what if I could enslave them and make money? You know, have them owe me obscene amount of money with very high interest rates, so they will never be able to pay it back their entire life. Now that's control. The Dark Diaries of Aaron Anthony VII is a production of the Hive Mind Collective, SLC. (laughs) 